Hello. I want to welcome you to Renton Christian Center's Recorded Ministries. We hope you'll be encouraged listening to God's teachings. Our services are held Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock. We share an awesome worship experience here at Renton Christian Center. Be sure to visit our website at rccfoursquare.org. Here's our message. Um, I was pleasantly surprised, uh, kind of on short notice, I found out about a month ago that Yasir Handal, I'm not sure how to say your last name, is it just Handel or Handal? Handel, okay, good. Keep it simple. Okay, good. Um, I'm going to invite him to come up in just a second, but I want to tell you a little bit about Yasir. Yasir is the, uh, I don't know your official title, but he basically represents Foursquare to all the Native American tribes in the country. So Foursquare outreach to all the Native American tribes. And he, he put us in relationship with the Saboba Indian Reservation last summer. That's how we ended up there. And it was an absolutely awesome trip for us. And I think Yasir's got a couple of follow-ups for us as well. But this man is a, becoming a close friend already because of he and I have similar backgrounds. Um, one of the things you got was his testimony. If you're an old hippie, I encourage you to read this. If you're not an old hippie, I encourage you to read this. It's awesome how God just came after this man, and uh, very similar to my testimony. So that was cool. And then also the other flyer, the light-colored one is a, talks about their ministry called Arise. And then the dark one is it's actually a fundraising uh, ministry that they have where they sell, they grind and roast and make their own coffee. So all the money that goes toward those profits are to support four different tribes that Yasir and his wife are a part of. So buy some coffee, buy some T-shirts on your way out because all that money goes to support their ministry to Native Americans in California. Before we do that, we're going to have a friend of ours too and a friend of his. His name is Abraham. I'm not sure what your last name is, but uh, he's going to just share a little music with us and... Uh, Let's get him set up and come on up here. Let's say welcome, Abraham. So, hello, everybody. I'm Abraham Navarro. I'm so happy to be here. And um, I just want to sing some songs. And I was thinking about uh, when you are in dark places in your life, I think that's the best place to worship the Lord and ask him to come to your life. So if you want to follow me in these uh, songs and lift your hands, let's ask the Holy Spirit to come. this place, Lord. Take every fear, every bondage, every addiction, Lord. Please take over this place. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and feel the
together one more time. Come flood this place and feel the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts love for. To be overcome by your presence, Lord. Your presence. our problems, Lord. Take away everything, Lord. Make brand new everything. Make everything brand new, Lord. And where we are there in the darkness, we can sing. I'm no Oh, 
because you can take everything, Lord. Take your place, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, and how many you, how many of you guys like the beautiful worship? Yeah. yeah no. Oh, there you go. <laughs> now, now I'm feeling the sinner. <laughs> well, you guys probably hear my my good Spanglish. I um, I come to this nation in 1998. My father is Jewish and my mother is Mexican. So now I'm, I'm a Mexican Jewish. <laughs> I'm a Mexican Jewish and I'm a missionary to Native Americans. So definitely, I'm not confused. That's what the Lord is doing. <laughs> so are you guys mind to help hold your Bible with me for a minute and put on your heart? Repeat this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, open my heart. To receive your word. Chain me. Transform me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, in our Spanish culture, we clap for everything. So I will, I will teach you today to clap for everything. So how about we clap to the Lord? Yeah. Hallelujah. Well, how many of you guys want to learn a little bit of Spanish this morning? Do you want to learn some Spanish? Okay, repeat with me. Dios... Te bendiga, hermano. Oh, my God. You guys ready to go to Tijuana with me. Hallelujah. Okay, one more time, one more time. Dios, te bendiga, hermano. What you're saying is God bless you, my brother. That's what you're saying. So when you say somebody that speaks Spanish, say, Dios te bendiga, hermano. And everybody will smile in that second to you. Okay? So, okay. That was your first lesson in missions. <laughs> Uh, so our ministry, oh no, you know what, we have a video for you guys. We want to say thank you for what you guys are doing in our lives. So we want to show you this video, really quick video, a minute, so enjoy it.
Yeah. <laughs> Pastor Alex, Pastor Kevin, thank you so much for everything you guys are doing for us. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and thank you so much for your beautiful church. They support you and believe in you. Um, so the message I want to share today with you is simple obedience. Can you say with me, simple obedience? Simple obedience. And... Um, because sometimes when I read, I, I put on a lot of Spanish words between my reading. So now today I will ask you to help me up. Can you guys help me up? Yeah. It's okay when, me, it's, it's okay when you guys help me up. So, Pastor Alex, you go be the first one to help me up today. Can you read for me this, this verse, please? Sure. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Man, how many of you guys believe that? No, really. How many, how many of you guys believe that when you come to Jesus, when you come to him, this is a promise. He say, I will give you power. Amen. So, you know, when I, I share this illustration in California, because we're in California, people in California don't like guns. But I'm a hunter, so I like guns. <laughs> so let me share something, a simple illustration. You know how the gun is full of different uh, tools, different uh, material to, to shoot something, right? To shoot a, a bullet. You can have the bullet inside. You can have everything where the gun needs to shoot the bullet. But you don't push the trigger, no work for anything. You can have everything ready. So you don't know how to push that trigger. The, the gun, it can be ready to do whatever it can do. But because you never push the trigger, you don't... The bull, that, that gun, it cannot be used for what it's made. I believe that that is a Christian. <laughs> when the Bible says that we receive power, I believe that simple obedience is the trigger for God's power in our lives. Simple obedience. A lot of times we, we see, uh, we complicate ourselves too much. <laughs> because God is not complicated. We complicate ourselves. Amen. Because it's simple. When Acts 1a say, I will give you power to go. It's the beautiful definition that start breaking between Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the rest of the world. So it's important that you take care of your community. I see different signs outside that you guys do a lot of stuff around this community. And then you go all the way to Saboba Reservation. And you guys go to different places in the world. And that's where the church got called to be. I love to, I love churches that have a missionary heart. I love that because you guys see yourself bigger, a lot of bigger. You, you guys know that you guys part of something big. Amen? Amen. So, tell the person next to you, be empowered. <laughs> Let me read the next uh, description. So, I know you're a good reader, so you will help me with the next one. <laughs> Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind with all that night and made the sea into the dry land, and the waters were divided. So the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on the dry ground, and the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. Wow, hallelujah. So... Imagine that God say, okay, Pastor Alex, there you go. That's your tool. 
I want you to go to the Pacific and put on that stick. I will open it for you, all you people walk through that. Imagine that, Pastor. You look behind, it's two million people. <laughs> They're like, what? Lord, are you kidding me? When this, you want me to do that? So I want to ask you something. Who opened the seat, Moses or God did? So what, Mo- what, what God need from Moses? Simple obedience. There's a lot of things in front of you lie. The only thing you need is simple obey God. Lie, God, but it's so big. It's so impossible. The Lord say, no, no, really, I'm God. <laughs> oh, right away, I'm your dad. <laughs> what? Really, Lord? How many of you guys getting it? I want to let you know something. I know, I know you guys know. But God is ready to use simple people to do extraordinary stuff. Simple people. You know, uh, and years before, we hear a lot great people behind pulpits and thousands of people come to the Lord and great crusades happen. The Lord, I believe, is changing. It's changing to use every single one in the body. He wants everybody in the streets, everybody in the highways and the byways, everywhere. You know what? I, I believe God is changing this ministry, pulpit ministry, to the congregation ministry. Hallelujah. Because we're more affected like a family. See, you do your part. See, you do your part. See, I do my part. We can take care of this great harvest that is waiting for us. We can do it. So, let's read the next one. Anyone can, can help me to read this part? You're welcome. Come now, therefore... And I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and that I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? So he said, I will certainly be with you. And this shall be a sign to you that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. I love that question. You know, Moses asking God, who I am to, who I am to do that? You call me to do that, to be before the great, this guy is a powerful man, and you call me to say what? <laughs> so what Moses has, what, what's the question that Moses to God? What do you say? Who, who? I say with me one, one more time. What? Okay. Now see the answer that God did to Moses. God was no, no say, oh, let me tell you why, who you are. First, uh, your mom throw you in the river. I mean, that's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> Second, you live in the house. It was not your house for a long time. You was eating the bread of somebody else. Uh, in Spanish, we call arrimados. <laughs> arrimados mean you, you always in some places know your house. He is taking food from everybody else. That's not really good. Uh, second, como si se Abraham asesino, murder. You that? I, my R's in English is really bad, so I will live it with Abraham. <laughs> you know, see, see, God was taking time when Moses to say, "Let me tell you who you are, man." Moses, he be throw himself on the floor, put on his finger in his toy, cry. Ah! 
God was not taking time with Moses to describe who you are. The only thing he say, I'm with you. That's what you have, you be worried. Who is with you? Because when you know God is with you, <laughs> you can go and friend anyone. You can do anything because God is with you. So don't worry who you are. Listen, I born in Mexico City in a really, really poor family. I was addicted for 11 years. I used cocaine, marijuana. I was trafficking drugs. One day you will read my testimony. That's why I gave it to you. I'm not there. Like, I don't want you to get scared. <laughs> like, pastor, who you ran to us? <laughs> I was young in my young I was 18 when I started working with the cartels. <laughs> when God called, told me, I want you to open a church, I'm like, What? No, Pastor, no, Lord, he go to college, told him. <laughs> I say, I want you. I want you. I want your heart. I want who you are. Because my people want to hear who I can do through you. So, listen, still asking the Lord who you are. And be sure that God is with you. He'll be ready to do it. Amen? Amen. How many of you guys want to give it up for the Lord for that one? Amen? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Where's my next one? Uh, Jericho. Okay, who, who helped me to read that, this one? This is kind of a long one, so no get scared. Anyone help me? Okay, thank you. The Destruction of Jericho. Now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hand, its king and the mighty men of valor. You shall march around the city, all you men of war. You shall go around the city once. This you shall do six days. And seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. But the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times, and the priests shall blow the trumpets. It shall come to pass when they make a loud blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, that all the people shall shout with a great shout. Then the wall of the city will fall down flat, and the people shall go up, every man straight before him. Thank you so much. So let me ask you something. Who brought down the walls? Joshua or God did it? Now, imagine Kevin. Pastor Kevin, the Lord told you, Okay, Kevin, I will give you this city. What I want you to do is, uh, I want you just, I want you to put on yourself those uh, stretchy pants, <laughs> jello, he <laughs> gathered all the men's and buy one stretchy pants for everybody else. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> right? They're like, what? Now, when you walk around the city, <laughs> I will give it to you. You'll be like, hi, glory. <laughs> stretchy pants? <laughs> Green? Stretchy pants, Lord? Are you kidding me? He will give you the city. He will give you the city. Joshua it was no, it was a strong man. It was a general. It was no. Uh, so when God told him, I want you to walk around this city, imagine. 
I want you walk around, no fight, no say anything, only walk around. In the end, I want you guys yell and play all the shafars, and the walls come down, and I will give you the city. Imagine Joshua, what? Why you not bring two million angels if we take care of business right now? <laughs> right? I mean, it's God. He can do that, right? But God, he has plans. God, he want to see. You want to see simple obedience and you and me. How many of you guys want to hear a testimony? So, I was in Alaska three, uh, two years ago, Minton, Alaska. Well, actually, I was not in Minton. I was in Fairbanks, Alaska. So, I was, how many of you guys visited Fairbanks before? Okay, so I was in Fairbanks ministering in a Spanish church. I was ministering for four days, and the four-day Sunday we have a dinner time, no, a, a lunch time, and everybody, we sit down in tables, and somebody behind my table, he was saying the word Menton. And when he say this word Menton, listen, I don't want to sound over-spiritual or nothing like that, but when this guy was saying that word in my heart, it feel like a, you know that instrument, it looks like a triangle, and when you hear it, it kind of vibrated? You know what I'm talking about? That's how my heart was feeling. Like, what is that? I know the beans is good. It's not the beans. It's not the carne asada. What is wrong with this? They're getting like, oh, God is calling my attention. He's trying to, to see something. So I got quiet. I told the pastor I had to leave. So I go up to my cabin. I start praying. I said, Lord, what was that? And the Lord told me, I want you to go to Menton. I don't know what was Menton. Only I hear the word. I don't have no idea what it was. I don't have no idea what is where. I'm like, Minton, Lord, what is that place? I don't have no idea where is that place. That was Sunday night, Monday morning. All the leaders from the church, the pastor came to my cabin to say thank you, all that kind of stuff. I told the pastor, Pastor, the Lord told me to go to Menton. And it sounds like, it looks like somebody is going to die. But I'm like, <laughs> what? You don't know what you're saying, huh? Like, boy, I think it's Menton. I don't know. That's what I thought he said. He said, no, yes, you don't want to go over there. See, you don't get invited. You don't want to get to that place. Well, why? It's a little native village over there in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it's hard to get in summer, and winter is worse. We in winter. <laughs> like, well, the Lord told me to go. Yeah, I'm going. <laughs> so the pastor said, you know what, yes? I'm going with you. Like that, if you die, at least we die together. <laughs> like. Thank you to encourage my faith, brother. You are so glad. So, anyways, between the meeting, it was a young lady. The young lady told me, you know what? I believe you're hearing from the Lord. He pulled uh, his kids from a Tundra 2014, right new Tundra. Like, man, I hear him from the Lord. Hallelujah. So, he gave me his kids. Okay, you can drive. Tuesday morning, I go into Menton. I, I arrive to Menton, right in that place. I said, right, Menton? It's Spanglish, Menton. <laughs> so I arrived to that sign, and I told the pastor, Pastor Alas, Pastor Alas is still right here. Let me pray in the sign. So the snow was kind of right here. So I kind of go around the sign. We, we hold the sign, and I pour oil. <laughs> hey, <laughs> right? So what? <laughs> I pour some oil. I went, well, yeah, I pour oil. So what? I pour oil. I hold the poles, and... Pastor from Detroit was praying because he didn't want to get wet in the snow. <laughs> so I like, I don't care. So I got there. I start praying. And I said, Lord, 
I want to align myself to all your plans you have for these people, Lord. I don't know what you're doing here, Lord, but I want to be a part of that, Lord. Remember, I'm in winter right there. <laughs> so I finished praying. I got in the truck. We started driving one mile. We found this little tiny store. I walk in the store. I told Pastor Alas, Pastor Alas, Siano, come up in 15 minutes. Can you get me? <laughs> so I come inside the store. It's, I found, I met this lady, uh, Carla. Carla, um, it was attending in there. So he said, you want some gasoline? I'm like, yeah, but, you know, I walk in around and say, where are you from? I hear your accent. I'm, like, I'm from Mexico. I say, what are you doing all the way here? Well, I don't know. I turn left here. I enter in your village. <laughs> so Carla started laughing, and we started laughing, and I started asking questions about the village. Carla said, you know what? You're interested in my, in my village. Come in. Let me show you. So we got to his office. So you see behind this couple maps. So he's kind of show me the village, everything. So when we start walking to the office and the back to the store, we start walking. God give me a word for this lady. And I say, Lord, no, thank you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Father, I can't. Now I will get killed right here. Please no. Send somebody else. Send a donkey. Say that's what I send you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> we got to the office. I told Carla, hey, Carla, uh, I know it's sounds weird. Totally I know. But I serve, I serve God. I'm a pastor. And uh, I think God just gave me a word for you. Can I give it to you? Say, yeah, sure. So I don't remember the specifics, but I remember that I say to Carla, Carla, you passed for something really hard three years ago, and now you're going through something that you keep complaining to God, and the Lord wanted to let you know that God chosen you for this moment. They prepared you, chosen you before the creation to the air, to you can do that. Ephesians 1. Chapter 4, say, chosen you for this moment. So Carla started crying and crying and crying like somebody died. <laughs> so then I watching through the door like, I'm getting killed. You know, somebody come and hear this lady crying, I'm done. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at Carla crying and crying. Kind of when he come back, Carla said to me, you don't know what you're talking about, huh? Like, no idea. <laughs> I just hear the Lord. I just told you that said that's only what I know. So Carla said, you know what? My husband died uh, <laughs> three years ago. My husband was the chief from this village. Because my husband was the chief. Now I'm the chief. I'm like, oh, that's the way to enter into a village, huh? <laughs> I'm like, oh. He said, I be complaining to God. Why give me this hard job? Why? I'm a Christian. One year ago, I stopped going to church because I was mad when God. I was mad what he did to me. Take my husband. They sent me to this hard work. And I don't get it. I don't get it. So I keep asking God, why you did to me? Why you did that to me? Either you show up from Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> I pray when Carla, I said, Carla, it's time to come back to the Father. Carla come back to the father right there in the office. We cried together. We cried and cried and cried. Carly was so excited. He said, you, want, you know what? You had to meet all the, the, the elders from the town. I want you to go to the church. We will do our revival today. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so from there, we got to an area when all the elders eat. So I eat when all the elders, we sit down, we eat. Everybody's laughing by my beard, you know, tasting me out. That's how, right? Uh, uh, Aaron, all the natives have a beautiful 
he laughed at everything. So we laughed a lot. So all the, the older start laughing, and we have a really good time. There he take me to the pastor, and Mart, Carla asked forgiveness to his pastor. And there the pastor said, Jazz, uh, we're, having a, we're having a rally in the high school. You want to come? Sure. When I show up, 400 people in the All the villages in the high school. <laughs> Everybody's inside the high school. So I sit down, and the kids want me to play again. So I play again. You know, I was a fool. <laughs> I mean, yeah, go ahead. I play when everybody, when all the kids. I sit down again, and there, the pastor stand up. Uh, the, the pastor stand up. They say, listen, everybody, all the bill is the mountain. Today the Lord saying, a man of God over here. Yeah, I want these men pray for you. So you want to pray, stand up. And everybody is standing up. Yeah, I stand up too. You know, I don't know who was talking by me. I don't have no idea. I'm like, sure, somebody will pray for us. <laughs> yeah, I stand up. And there the pastor said, no, you pastor, come, come, come. Like, oh, no. <laughs> I go in the front. I got 15 minutes to pray for all the people. I share something. All the youth come in the front. He say, give some, some advice to the kids. Come on, talk to the kids. So all the kids come around me. I start talking to the kids. Listen. Simple obedience. Simple obedience. I'm a missionary. I go to different reservations. Normally, normally, what happened in this village took me three or four years. Our relations. Go, made the, bill, made the, the leaders, made, asking permission to the chief, be a part to a community band. Took me like three or four years. When you guys got to Saboba Reservation, it was seven years of work. You guys, the first missionaries coming to Saboba. You was the first ones in seven years. I was working when, in that land and when that people, oh, sorry. Uh, Native people got hurt so much. You know, so many breaking promises, so many, so many. So for seven years, I worked my friendship in Saboba Reservation. You guys was the first church to come. You guys did excellent. Let me tell you the truth. I was fearful. I don't know what is going to be happen, really. But you guys were so lovely and so kind. And you guys did amazing, amazing job. So, you know what? Thank you for your simple obedience. Amen. Hallelujah. How many guys is talking to you? Good? Anyways, one more, one more. Ezekiel chapter 7, verse 1 to 4. Anyone can help me to read right here? Thank you. What is your name? Yori. Thank you, Yori. He handed the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, and it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and indeed, they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? And so I answered, O Lord God, you know. Again he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. So you know the questions. Who lifted up this army? Seek you or God did it? So what do you need from the prophet? A simple declaration of faith. You think I can do this? Yes, Lord, I know you can do it. Okay, do it. Okay. <laughs> this is above a reservation, Kevin. This is the church before you guys come. 
So let me tell you a story. I'm the chaplain to the, to the school. You guys go, it was part of that service in Nolly, uh, Nolly High School. So every other Thursday, I go over there and minister to the kids. We have a Bible club. So one day, I coming out from the reservation. This reservation got gates. It's not like right here that you can pass through over there. You have to be invited or you don't come. That's simple. So I was waiting to get out from the reservation. It was a couple cars in front of me. It was the gate right there. So I was waiting, and I start hearing in my left side, bunch of people laughing. You have a really good time, like a park. You know when people enjoying the park, you hear that sound, the kids laughing, and all that. That's what I hear in my left side. So when I turn, I see this beautiful property with grass and beautiful building and people enjoying life, really healthy, clean, beautiful. So in that moment, a person behind me kind of hung. It's, I wake up. I kinda, that thing get out away from me. And what I was seeing it was that. <laughs> really different than what I was, the Lord was showing me. So I get out from the, from the, from the reservation. I park in my, in my right side. I pray. I said, Lord, what was that? I know I see something. I know you're showing me something. And I believe the Lord told me, yes, I want you to build me a training center right there. Build me a training center because I want to bring people from all around the reservations to train. I want to make disciples in this place. I see that place, I like, uh... <laughs> Really, Lord? <laughs> Why not give me the casino? I can do that in the casino. I can enter the casino, <laughs> right? I can take all the machines. Let's do it. <laughs> people start coming. This is a couple of friends, and I asked for favors to help me to do a couple things. 2015, I started fixing things, moving things. This is the first. I know you guys know that excited to see that. I'm really excited. It's a sectic time. I know you guys know excited to see that kind of stuff. I'm excited. <laughs> Trust me. When you have to go to the bathroom in a lighthouse and you have to put on toilet paper to people don't see you through, you're excited to put on that. <laughs> <laughs> you excited? <laughs> you know, I was teaching Bible uh, Bible classes in in that church, so we have a little tiny lighthouse. That's how you call lighthouse. Ad house, ad house. It's not lighthouse. Huh? <laughs> Nothing to do to lighthouse. Well, sometimes it's on lightning in there, but no, it's not like that. <laughs> oh, oops. <laughs> so, anyways, we put on that. People start coming. Remember the first building? Let me show you it again. Ta-da! Ta-da! <laughs> there you guys, there 2015, everything has stopped. Nobody come. Nobody show up. Nobody want to come. It was a hard season. I remember the Lord told me, I say, Lord, I remember you told me, Lord, and I feel stuck. And I start was nobody there. I started crying before the Lord. Lord, Lord, come on, Lord. I really released the word that you told me to the people. I cannot, I cannot go back. I, I say this, this. You go do this. Now we have to do it one way or other. It have to happen. <laughs> I say it, Lord. I believe you. And the Lord say, just build my people. I will build the building. So I'm like, oh, I think I can do that. 
So we keep doing uh, disciple programs. I, I start a, a Bible college for Native people right there. So all Natives coming, they start having education. You see that room? That's the room. That, uh, they're 2015 come. And this crazy church from Washington. Man, those guys are so crazy. <laughs> These guys think they can change that room in five days. I mean, it was so bad. They had to the building. It was sideways like that. The other one, it was flat. When we have service in there, people sit down on one side to the building because the other side feel like, like that. <laughs> so the worship is only one side. <laughs> so the ladies, they play bad. The tambourine, we print on the other side. <laughs> and there, that's the church. Start changing things and believing that God can make a difference in five days. <laughs> there, the the building started looking so clean, beautiful, not right new floor. You know, when you get stuck in some places, and when people like you come, bring refreshed over our vision. You refresh what we, what the Lord told us, they will happen. You bring this and enjoy it again, like yes, Lord. We can believe it again, Lord. There, after you guys leave, you know, you guys produce an overflow. You know what is an overflow? You know, it's mine in a bucket of water. You get a big rock and dump it. And the water starts. You know, that is an overflow. You, you guys watch that big rock. All the overflow starts flowing because in the moment you guys leave, two weeks later, this, this church show up. Paint everything, all the church, beautiful. For first time, the three buildings see the same color. Hallelujah. <laughs> Finally, you know, when you drive through, you see three different colors and all the colors. And I, I, my gosh. You see in the top corner, that was how it looks. It, there and beautiful, beautiful. And there, 17 years. Never this church have electricity, ever. Ever. No electricity. I take this person two weeks ago. Finally, we have the panel ready. We dig that hole. Dear Lord, I never dig that hole that long and that deep in my life, ever. It was four feet by 200 feet long. <laughs> my hands, he can talk to me. I mean, I can see my heart from my hands. <laughs> Dear Lord, you know, when I was there digging the hole, I was thinking, you know, many times we're in church, enjoying the air condition, the electricity, the PowerPoint, we never know what it takes. How many simple obedience it takes to get to that place? You know, you can't, and you sit down, and really comfortable. You never know what the people behind you take to build this room. The sacrifice it takes, the, the challenge that God called to everyone to simply obey, to say, can you give this? Remember the first people that built this building? Probably starting a little tiny living room, this church, years ago. And there somebody have a vision, like that crazy vision, and say, build me a church. I'm like, what? A what? And there bunch the people come together and be obedient. And there now you sit down and the simple obedience the others. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Can you give it for the Lord? Hallelujah. <laughs> Man, I think I got five minutes. Where is the time? In Washington, the time runs too fast. <laughs> 
I wish it would be in the reservation. It's really slow, the time over there. Three, four uh, services. <laughs> so <laughs> I know you guys see a bunch of kids in there. You know what I see? It was no a safe place in the reservation. It was not. It was not. It was no one safe, safe place. Now this is the church. You see a bunch of kids. I see an army racing in that reservation. I see a new generation say, I want this Jesus. I want this Jesus. You know what? Everything happened because somebody simple obey. You say, you know what? It was not only me. It's all together. We did our part to get to this moment. So how many guys bless the Lord for this beautiful army? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> that is our Bible college. Native American Bible college arise. Our first class is five different reservations represented right there. And there, that's it. Ta-da. Oh. Please go to the barbecue. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, Lord. I, I really want to pray for you guys. And I don't know what, what God calling you to do right now. Where, where are you in your life? You know, see, I can tell a little bit time when the youngsters here, when they, the, the young adults. Right now, it's so many decisions you have to take. What college you have to go, who you want to date, bunch of stuff, they go change your life forever. <laughs> I want to ask you to seek God, and God, he had the best answer for you guys. A lot of times, it will not be the best answer that you're expecting. I'm like, what? I don't want to do that. My son, my son Aiden. You want to be a doctor all his life. All his life, want to be a doctor, study, and really, really got hard in high school to, to get the best education so he can have uh, uh, scholarships, so he can go to, to, I don't have money for that, but then, you know, the guy he can supply. So anyways, last year, my son, and it was in, in, in youth camp, and the Lord talked to my son and said, Aiden, give me your dreams, I will give you mine. And my son said, I'll give you my dreams, Lord. And the Lord called my son to be a pastor. And now it's in, in a Bible school in Vanguard University in, in California to be a pastor. Listen, I don't know what God's calling you to do. But be obedient in whatever God's calling you. Be simple obedience. Don't complicate yourself. See, God's calling you to be the teacher for these coming five weeks. Four weeks, I give you extra. <laughs> <laughs> do it. You don't know what... A lot of times I think you will be more ministry you than the kids. <laughs> Literally. I, 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 dear Lord, I can tell you hundreds of stories. I don't have time. <laughs> yes, I did everything. You know, all the way to clean the bathrooms, to teach her from every single thing in the church. But always God have a plan for you. So I want to, can you guys stand up with me? And Abraham, can you play the guitar for a second? I had a couple minutes only to, to pray for you guys and believe the... God, it will give you boldness to, to simple obey God and whatever God is calling you to do. So I will ask uh, Abraham to sing a song. And this is really personal between you and God. Can you start a conversation with the Lord? Can you close your eyes for a second and start a simple conversation? And ask him, Lord, what are you calling me to do, Lord? What do you want for me in this coming season, Lord? 
I want to say yes to you, Lord, but what do you want from me? So close your eyes for a minute, and I was Abraham to, to sing this song when God started ministering to you. Say to the Lord. Decided to follow Jesus. This is your pray before the king. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. Can you please put in your hands in front of you? And let me pray for you. Father, I come in before you, present Lord, to pray, Lord. Father, release, Lord, in part over my brothers and sisters this morning, Lord. I pray for boldness, Lord. Boldness to be, to do simple, obey you, Lord. And whatever you guys do, you call us to do, Lord. Father, we come in before you to say yes to you, Lord. Please repeat, repeat this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, forgive me for any time you call me to say something and I don't say it. Father, forgive me for any time you told me to go. Yeah, I know go. Father, forgive me this morning for any time you call me to give and honor give. I ask for forgiveness, Lord, in Jesus' name. Father, now I pray for boldness to simple obey you and whatever you call me to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Give it to the Lord. Well, our assignment has been given. So whatever God has spoken to you, just say yes, Lord. I, I had to tell the Lord, okay, Father, forgive me for throwing up all my excuses and all the things I'm going to not get to do if I say yes to you and just all that silly, the walls that we put up. So let's just stop that, all right? Let's say yes and find out what great adventure God has for us next. Amen?
Amen. Well, God bless you. See you next Sunday. Listening to God's teachings is always so exciting. We hope you have enjoyed this recording and that it has blessed you. Remember to share these messages with others you know and love. Until next time, may God bless and keep you. Here again is Pastor Kevin. Do you ever have thoughts about your purpose in life? Have you accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior? Or maybe you walked away and it's time to come home. You know, really our walk with God is about a personal relationship with Him. That's what He wants. I believe that's what we want. I encourage you to take a few moments and allow this message to sink in. Allow His Holy Spirit to speak to your heart. You know, the Bible says that if we draw close to Him, that He will draw close to us. So do that today. God bless.